Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, it's the half hour of power, the best show, post-show, 30 minutes of rapid-fire on-screen calls. And I'm joined here, as always, it's not the half hour of power without the one and only AP Mike. How are you, Mike? Hi, Tom. I'm good. It's good to see you again. Always even, good to be here. Even better to have you here. Thank you. And next to you, Pat Byrne. Hey. How are you, Pat? Good. Haven't done one of these in a while. It's good to have you here. Yeah. Two weeks. I missed the last one. He was not in the last oh, one. That's it's right. Been a while, so, wise guy. January thirty first for you. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, look at the the viper's nest already. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to like yeah. sing him. Two weeks. Oh boy, that's the other theme music. That don't happen too often. But um boom. Um and that the guy who you heard snidely singing two weeks. The one and only Dudio. Hey Tom, how, how are, are you? you? I'm good. good. I'm good. This guy. I yeah. love you. You know what? Look. <laughs> I've been giving you guys the business. <laughs> I think the world of all three of you. <laughs> Weirdly quiet after that. <laughs> no, we, we think the world of you. Yeah, Tom. no. No, uh, we get it. No, no. Nope. That's fine. Okay. That's eh, fine. No, of course. It's all fun. I hope you know it's all fun. And you... Again, weirdly quiet. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> awful. Wait, why are you, <laughs> Until one of us betrays you. <laughs> It'll happen. It's all... Oh, there we go. And joining us, they were on the best show tonight at the end. We have Dan, the receiver of 65% of a liver that did not originally belong to him. Glad to be here. And we have Rich, the giver of 65% of his liver. How are you, Rich? Good. Thanks, Tom. It's exciting to have you all here. Exciting to be here. Let's see who's on the phone. Half hour of power, you're on with AP Mike, Dudio, Pat Byrne, and Rich and Dan. Cool, guys. What's up? Who's this? Oh, this Ken. In Oregon. Ken in Oregon. What's going on, Ken? Not too much. How you guys? Only heard half of who's on the line. Okay. Uh, Could you run the list again? Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, Dudio, Pat, uh, Dan, and Rich are here also. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I've been listening for since you guys started back up and everything, but, uh, you know, it's like, I didn't know if there was anything, am I talking too loud? No, sounds great. No? 
Yeah, so the first and foremost is that I learned since I started listening to this. is talk soft and don't swear. Sounds good. So I'm, I'm trying to go with that. Hi. You're doing great. So what's, uh, what's like the biggest laugh from your show since you, I mean, I have a few, but. Well, what's one of yours since it's for the new iteration of the best show? Yeah, yeah, totally. Sure. Yeah, well, what, um, what's, what's one, what's one of yours? Well, it's Bowling Alley Confessions, mm-hmm. which I think you guys should bring back. Well, then that could come back. Yes. Yeah, that was actually pretty, pretty revealing and everything. But it was that dude. It was Mattress Man. Oh, the or Mattress Guy. Like Bed Man mm-hmm. or something. A lot of people bring that Mattress Guy up as something that they were upset by. <laughs> you just like, as serious as he was, <laughs> it was hilarious. The guy who shoved the Mattress like into the pool. Minutes, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He's yeah. got to be the biggest, biggest villain so far. He might be the biggest villain of the new show. Yeah, I would say so. The guy who uh, gleefully shoved the mattress into a, a hotel pool. Yeah, yeah, that was well many times. Yeah, it was a prank. <laughs> As a prank yeah. that they now have yeah. to fish. How much do you think a, a, a wet mattress weighs? There's a mat. I mean, what is that? Eleven hundred pounds. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, taken well, out of a pool. You made you made light of it yourself and everything, but you could definitely. Wait, I made light of it. I hammered that guy oh, so yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah, but you made light of it. You thought that it was like the most kind of ridiculous thing, which made me just. Oh, I'm glad you thought it was funny. Look, it was it was funny because it was so insane, but it's funny because it's somebody doing something that terrible that they're trying to write yeah. off as kind of like a G whiz kind of yeah. Tom, well, I kind of and, and you have incriminated by it. <laughs> no, Tom, it Tom so immediately funny. sympathized with whoever had to fish it out. I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. no, the dude who works there seven days a week. Yeah, that guy. So, yeah. well, that's a good moment. That was a fun moment. Well, well, who, what, what do you have? What's some, one of the most fun um, moments? You, uh, yeah, it's like. Well, I'm going to ask the people. Uh, in the room the morally flexible. I mean, it's like morally oh. flexible. You have to be with kind of this show. Uh, Wait, morally flexible with this show? <laughs> this show's one of the yeah. most judgmental pro- things that's ever flexible. existed. All I do is judge people on this thing. It's not like it's on some sliding scale. This show's like Puritan. I'm actually, get off my phone. I'm actually running this thing like it's like, like it's the 1700s. The judgment that goes on here. Morally flexible. That was the most offended I've been in a long time. As if it's just like it's a clockwork orange. Up in That might be the new villain right there. He's not, he might not be take the cake, but he's up on the top. He's in the uh, he's on this on the supervillain team. Yeah, if it was if it was Suicide Squad, he'd be uh, the shark. The shark wasn't there. Oh no, Killer Croc. Killer Sorry. Croc. I thought, I thought. The shark. It would have been better with a shark. <laughs> it would have been better with Killer Shark. Yes, like a dude. Shark like, man. Yeah, like yeah, Sharky. Right. Thing coming out of his head. Yeah, that would be better than that 
That sounds like a comic. We, we should knock around. Shark, Shark Man? Man. Shark Man. Shark Man. Yeah. Yeah. But what's Shark Man do? Just, you know, he's a predator. You know, he, he just... But can he be on land? He preys on... He can be on land for like a short period he of time. He on other <laughs> superheroes. And he, and he, he, he doesn't stop, swim again. He doesn't yeah. stop moving. Yeah. Never sleeps. He's but he's hungry. On land. Yeah. Okay. He can only go forwards, never and backwards. And in war, yeah. yeah. Shark Man. <laughs> that would be something. If he can only go forwards and not backwards, he like has to like <laughs> loop through a room. And, like, 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 he's the world's worst superhero. Oh, this is the Excuse wrong. Me. Excuse yeah. me. Wait, Excuse this me. is the wrong, wrong room. And he has to go all the way in and do a full turn to get out. It's like, you had to come in, huh? Shark Man. Shark Man, yeah. I like it. And he has to be fed, you know, a daily uh, dose of seals. Which he bats around. Chum. <laughs> chum, yeah. He drinks chum yeah. at okay. the bar. At the bar. As a <laughs> private, so, private stock of chum in his, <laughs> his home bar. Have you ever had anyone order chum at Masses? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, Mike. Yeah. Why don't we think about what oh. Shark Man can be? Mm-hmm. What if he was in Bayonne? Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's water. Yeah. We're so, almost surrounded yeah. by water. Yeah, so Shark Man would just hop out every once yeah. in a while. Like... <laughs> He hops out and can yeah. walk around. Starts hitting the bars. Yeah. Do you realize yeah. how many comic artists listen to the best show? Yeah. The yeah. Shark Man yeah, could Shark happen. Shark Man could happen. Well, if if Shark Man happens, Mike is the creator of Shark yeah. Man. Thank you. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> another product for AP. Uh, how come I, yeah. Uh, I picture hey, now. Yeah, that would be easy to ship, too. I picture hearing this back. <laughs> I'm hearing this in a courtroom now, <laughs> six years from now, as I'm trying to get some piece of Shark Man. And Mike plays this back where I say, AP Mike's the creator of Shark Man. And my lawyer's like, we're screwed. <laughs> he said it right there, yeah. Your Honor. Clear yeah. as day. Yeah. Mike's in the courtroom with... Ryan Gosling, who plays Shark Man in the, in the Shark Man movie, who was a big fan and wanted to yeah. sign on to yeah. the project because he's yeah. a big fan. Yeah, and Mike's like, uh, "Hey, Ryan, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's get out of here. We're gonna start filming this next Shark Man movie in Hawaii. <laughs> Shark Man Eight. <laughs> but you still end up in Bayonne somehow. Yeah. yeah. Shark Man return. Shark Man Four return to Bayonne." <laughs> The fate of Shark Man. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, Mike, you can't give me anything from this Shark Man thing. And Mike's like, hey, that's why it's, it's not called show friendship. It's called show business. You shouldn't have said that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't have said that on April 4th, 2017. Uh-huh. You shouldn't have said that I was the sole creator of Shark Man. <laughs> Your Honor, it's right there on the tape, clear as yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Your Honor, if he didn't say that, I would gladly give him as much as this courtroom determines is fitting someone co-creating Shark Man. But, Emma, does the tape not speak for itself, Your Honor? (laughs) And if you, Your Honor, would like to attend, Your Honor, you... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you have a certain presence. Have you done acting before, Your Honor? How would you like to play a judge in this upcoming Shark Man movie? <laughs> I'm ruling in favor of the plaintiff. <laughs> on de- the defendant. I'm ruling in favor of the plaintiff, uh, the defendant. 
all charges, and I have to pay all the legal bills yeah. for yeah. Shark Man. That's how it works. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm actually mad about this yeah. thing that doesn't exist. I'm actually like, well, I'm going to get you back, Mike. Eight years from now. You watch your step, Mike. I'm going to even the score with this. It's a okay. thing that is not... Oh. Half hour power. Yo. Hi. You're here with AP Mike Dudio, Pat Byrne, Rich, and Dan. You're here with Shane from Philadelphia slash Boston. The film dude. Yeah, this guy is like uh, our, our regular, right? Yeah. He really makes a special effort to get onto this show. He does. Well, yeah. what's up? Uh, what's half up, hour Shane? or the real show? Uh, half hour. Half okay. hour, yeah. He specializes in the half hour. Oh, okay. HHLP. It technically wasn't a true half hour power because Mike screened me. Yeah, well, I didn't ask oh. your name or... Yeah, no, you, you, you were pretty good about it. You didn't put yeah, him under no the microscope with it. No. Yeah. All right. So what's up, hey, Shane? This, I was, I was going to say this E-Seg legs guy's got a pretty cosmic imagination. Um, kind of like a... I'm okay with him. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, he's, he's got his little thing. He thinks, yeah. He thinks like he's... I truly like it. Mm-hmm. And he hangs up. You think it's James just, uh, you know, going with something different? It, it's it's almost from the James playbook. You know? The idea of, of of just talking, talking, and then just doing the, the, yeah. s- the switcheroo at the last second. Yeah. Could be. Mm-hmm. I am fine with it, though. <laughs> James, I was fine continuing yeah. to talk with him. He's the one who would hang up. Yeah. See any good movies, buddy? Uh, yeah, uh, Her- Harold and Maude. Ma- uh, uh, Harold Maud. and Maude? That's right, that's, yeah. You or, like... Uh, no, I meant uh, Lilo and Stitch. Alright, stop. You meant Harold and Maude. Yeah, I meant Harold and Maude. Yeah, or as, um, or as, uh, Wes Anderson calls it, uh, my playbook. Oh my gosh. Right? He refers to Harold and Maud as the shot list for the movie I'm making. He, he wore it on his sleeve like a quarterback? Yeah, he would flip that thing open the way quarterbacks have that, that play thing and it's, it's just a little screen playing Harold and Maud. <laughs> I mean, how much did he borrow from that movie? Gotta be at least 90%. Yeah, right? When's the last time you saw Harold and Maude, Mike? Oh, uh, it's, it's a long time. But if you think about it, it's the Wes Anderson. I just watched it a month and a half ago. Oh, okay. And it's so, he has taken so much from it. Okay. Yeah, no, fine. I see that. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. People, people take things from other things. I yeah. take things from things. Everybody mm-hmm. takes things yeah. from things. How many times does Queen Bitch play throughout it? Um, it doesn't, but Cat Stevens songs oh, are played. Okay. That he uses Cat Stevens go. for the soundtrack, mm-hmm. which wow. Wes Anderson has definitely used Cat Stevens songs. Yeah. And just the idea of even using a contemporary artist to score a thing like that was... I mean, I'm sure uh, McCabe and Mrs. Miller came before Harold and Maude, because I think Harold and Maude would be 74, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, so... The idea of like earlier, just yeah. using all those Leonard Cohen mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Look, it's fine. As long as you do something with the inspiration, um, 
but it's always amazing to me how much, uh, how influenced uh, Wes Anderson is by Hal Ashby. Pat, thoughts on this? Hal Ashby versus yeah. Wes Anderson? Or just the, the idea. Have you seen Harold and Maude? It's been a long time, but yeah. yeah. Harold and Maude is, um, it's entertaining and it's, you know, good movie. I could watch it again if it's on TV and just mm-hmm. halfway through I'd sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Studio, have you seen Harold and Maude? It's been a very long time, but the thing that comes to mind whenever somebody says Harold and Maude is uh, that it was Cameron Diaz's favorite movie, her character's favorite movie, and there's something about Mary. Wow. I remember that was her, like, determining factor mm-hmm. if uh, the man that she was with had to be a fan of mm-hmm. Harold and Maude as well. Mm-hmm. So Brett Favre is a fan of Huge. Harold and Maude, apparently, <laughs> according to the logic of that movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you picture Brett Favre watching, like, Harold and Maude between Packers yeah. practice. He's in the he's in the ice tank mm-hmm. watching <laughs> watching Harold and Maude on the screen. Other football players are coming in and out of the locker or the training room watching him watch Harold and Maude. Yeah. Um playbook. It is his playbook. Guys, Harold and Maude, Rich, Dan, thoughts? Yes, no? It's a very good movie from what I recall. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a great film, but I feel like it just represents a lot of films from the 70s, the, that era. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. There are better mm-hmm. films from that era. Sure. There are better films. It, it was a, there was an article in the New York Times like a few weeks ago where the writer, you know, was going to revisit a movie from his mm-hmm. past. Yes. And that was the one okay. he selected. And he, you know, he was worried because, you know, he, he really it was one of his all-time favorites and he was worried that time wouldn't have been kind to it, mm-hmm. and he actually set, made the case that it hasn't—it hasn't really that it has aged well. That it, you know, it still holds up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I haven't watched it in a while, but uh, yeah, I wonder about some some of the movies. Like when I was young, you know, I, I really held uh, Con- Conquest of the Planet of the Apes in very high regard. And uh Conquest is the fourth <laughs> the of the four. five? <laughs> yeah, right four. Yes. Because it goes that Planet of the Apes, yeah. beneath, beneath Planet of the Apes. Escape. Escape. From the Planet Conquest. Uh, and then Battle. Battle. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And Battle is the one where it's Claude Akins is one of the apes. <laughs> yeah. Claude Akins, remember the guy from the Denture commercials. Yeah. Not not your local <laughs> hero, but uh the yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> that's the one where they were like just putting masks on the fifth the fourth and fifth one they were just putting like masks on people well like, it, like they weren't doing full prosthetics like there would be crowd scenes in of the apes and they would just put like put this ape mask on but it but it was a prison movie too it, it, it it's was a futuristic yeah one. yeah yeah so they're in prison so you, you know you got the the prison mm-hmm. angle and yeah i think i saw that twice in the theater which was rare and it was wow. it was also uh not like Dudio. I didn't have to have the like, oh big deal. The commitment. Dudio's like wow, a whole a whole two times. <laughs> you saw Conquest for the Planet of the Apes twice. That's like uh-huh. a quarter of a day. Dudio was like, what did you do with the rest of your afternoon? Like, could have squeezed in four more shows of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes on that one day. Uh-huh. The the guy who 
and I love this story. And I this thirty eight times, thirty eight times, thirty eight times. Yeah, Dudio saw the Tim Burton Batman. Yes, in the theater within a three week period. It, no, it was it was a, it was about a four week period. Four, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. And that was you in 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 Salt Lake City, in partly Virginia, in so in like Radford, Blacksburg, Roanoke, Virginia. Okay, and in a lot in Salt Lake City. Utah. Okay, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, it's, uh, that's commitment. Yeah, man. To, but Mike saw it twice. He saw <laughs> <laughs> But... That was the one. That was the one I liked a lot. Conquest because yeah. it was futuristic, mm-hmm. and they shot that at some just new mall in California uh-huh. that was just like a modern looking like outdoor is galleria. One, is that okay. the one where all the pets die for some reason? Is that it? I don't or was remember that. The that. Third one, like they they explain in the opening, uh, kind of voiceover or some sort of exposition with the opening characters that like. There, there's like a statue for like a dog and a cat, and oh, that, that, yeah, that sounds familiar. Apparently, like, wow, okay. like when they, in some situation of like, you know, I, I forget was there was there an asteroid or like I I don't know what happened, but well, in these new movies, which yeah. I'm behind on, yeah, me too. This one that comes out this summer, I think, is where the stuff really goes down. Like it's literally a a. Human, like the apes, start winning now. Yeah, right? it's, uh, it's the turning point where Woody Harrelson has to defend. Is he an ape? Race. Is, he's not an ape. Oh, see now, he's, he's, he's the leader of the humans. I was just okay. going to say he was the president. Oh, and he has to that. fold. In <laughs> I want to see him as an ape. <laughs> he has to surrender to the apes. Mm-hmm. This Maybe. is yeah. This is the big cliffhanger. Is he going to surrender? Or is Woody Harrelson going to save the world? I don't know why. Wow. Well, he clearly didn't save the world because it becomes a planet of the apes. Well, yeah. It's, it's also Woody Harrelson, too. Yeah. You he stopped smoking him. weed, though. Yeah. yeah but you don't see a guy like him <laughs> saving the world. <laughs> yeah. Just in the film. Yes. His character in The Planet of the Apes. <laughs> the president stopped smoking weed. He's like, if I'm going to stop these yeah. apes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need so, to be straight. A tearful shot yeah. of him putting his big blue bong down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And he picks up a thing of crystal meth. <laughs> That's how he's going to fight the apes. If I'm going to fight apes, it can't be weed. It's going to have to be this. I need crystal meth. There's a titular line coming up in this film, too, mm-hmm. right? In the trailer, they, they is, doesn't someone say, and if we don't, it will become a planet oh, of apes or something. Nice. Woody Harrelson says I don't know why these new Planet of the Ape movies don't excite me so much. It feels so so 
depressing in a way. I think I think it might be the makeup, the fact that they don't have make makeup or prosthetics anymore, or that it's just the entire movie is just that one dude jumping around with the golf ball outfit on, like uh, <laughs> what's his face? Yeah. What's that guy's name? Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, yeah, it's him going. Ooh, 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 ooh. He it's plays like, them all, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. all. Thing. Is that really that hard? I just did <laughs> by me just going with my arms up like that. I should have at least made it through the first round of auditions for Planet of the Ape. This guy, oh, he's the greatest actor. Mm-hmm. But nobody gives him anything where he says words in it. He's always just like, what's he playing this? Oh, he plays uh, an ape in this. What's he doing in this other movie? Oh, he plays King Kong in it. This guy. <laughs> he's found his niche. Yeah, he's a mon- monkey man. Yeah, he plays King Kong. I want to see that new King Kong movie for some reason. It looks terrible. It's so good. Is it good? You saw it. I saw it, and it was so. See it. it was just so much fun, and it was just mm-hmm. very strangely like. It had a really good soundtrack. Really, and there, there's this Ooh, one. Ah, ah, ah. Lots of Cat Stevens. <laughs> no, no, yeah, a lot of. Like, th- there's if one. If you want to sing out, sing out, <laughs> and if you want to be free, I wouldn't have put it. I wouldn't have put it past him. <laughs> King Kong is smashing everything. <laughs> there's a whole wide world out. No, to be there's one character who just carries around a record player the whole. I'm really? not even kidding. Yeah, it's like it takes place right as the Vietnam War is ending, and Sam Jackson's character is like, you know, he's sad that like you, the U.S. didn't win, and he's okay. like this general, and then like John Goodman calls him, and he's like, I got one more mission for you. There's this uncharted islands. So then him and his like his A team crew. Go. And do they play? All along the watchtower. Does that play at any point? Dun, 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 Better dun. run through the jungle, CCR. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, it's, it's not Vietnam until uh, yeah. run through the jungle yeah. kicks in. Yeah. And they play that. They play that uh, Holly song that sounds like CCR. And the, uh, what's it? Uh, long cool woman. Yeah. Long yeah. long black dress, cool woman. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, Ziggy Stardust is in it. Yeah. Dan saw it. Yeah, I thought it was an exceptional film for. Um, what it what it is, which is just a crazy. You're on action. medication though now. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, you're heavily you're heavily medicated. You your you your body was rejecting organs, and you 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 were you might be singing the play. Whatever it turns out, you didn't see it. It's like. What's he talking about? He's been, he's been he's been recovering this stuff. There's no way he could have seen this planet, this King Kong movie. And you're just like, and then the thing with the then King Kong goes and like, and then Pat's like, that didn't happen in this movie. Pat's, Pat's slowly realizing you didn't see it. And then see where King Kong's fighting this other King Kong, and he's fighting like, and there's all these little King Kongs. Oh, you mean? Actual apes, like <laughs> little King Kongs. <laughs> There's like these mini King Kongs show up. You mean apes and gorillas. Um, thanks for the call, buddy. We'll take the rest of these here. Best show? No, half hour power. Hi. Okay. How much time left? Uh, let's see here. We are at half hour power. 2615. Hello. Hey, hey, Tom. How are you? You're on the Half Hour Power with AP Mike, Dudio, Pat Byrne, Rich, 
and Dan. And I'm saying Rich first. Now I'm not gonna say you first. Okay. You, sorry. Rich, Hello, everybody. Rich, Rich outranks you. Okay, Dan. That's fair. Until he's back at a hundred percent liver capacity, he outranks you. <laughs> okay. Then it's just li- when he's back at a hundred, then it's liver versus liver. Oh, okay. Right. We fight each other. Yeah, liver let die. Okay. <laughs> All right. Right. Yeah. That what that's what Rich could have said to you. This is literally liver, liver or let die. <laughs> He's just like. So what you're saying is, if you don't get the liver, it's let die. So it's liver, let die. Are you side by side in a surgery room? It's it's like. Uh... A connected um, two ORs with like a hall in between, oh, okay. I see. so they can okay. just like run. The uh-huh. Oh God! Oh, okay. So they right. could have yeah, slipped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or a stray yeah. dog could have intercepted <laughs> right. the liver. For example, because there's a lot of stray dogs in that yeah. hall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they is get that, that dog out of here. That dog won't be a problem. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> someone get that dog out. No, it's my dog. He's cool. It's a service dog. My dog's cool. Leave him alone. He's a service dog. He's clean. Gave him a bath like a week ago. <laughs> um, well, welcome to the half hour power. What's up? Yeah, yeah thank you. Is, is that the is that the liver or is it, it the appendix surgery where you can you can actually make good money like giving up your appendix or your liver? You can, like, sell it. I believe it's kidney because you have two kidneys. And right, right. Uh, if they were to take your liver out, you would be dead. Yeah, so you'd be like, I'm rich. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's, known in, uh, in, you can, it's known in hospitals that you can have a uh, mm-hmm. quote-unquote cousin uh, who's really just someone you paid to and then fly them over and have them stay in a hotel. As long as they're a match and as everything. As long as they're a match, wow. you can pay someone for the kidney. It happens a lot in India and, co- and other uh, countries like that. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's, there, there, I mean, it's an urban myth, but there, I think there have been some weird stories with people who have had yeah. their, their kidneys stolen, right? Bathtubs, yeah, the, full the, of that's, ice. yeah, that's the famous one, yeah. yeah. But I think, I, right. I think it has, Zach, believe it or not, I think it has happened. Oh, it happened to my uncle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it did. Oh yeah. It happened to your uncle. This is another <laughs> one of your untruths. <laughs> the untruthios. This is. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like you knowing Adam Conover. I know Adam Conover. We're friends. Uh-huh. We yeah, you're friends, just like uh, J- uh, Jerry uh, Langford and uh, Rupert Pupkin. Well, Jerry said to me, <laughs> hello, yes, Rupert Pupkin for Jerry Langford. Jerry said he would listen to my material. I just watched that again. Oh, yeah. It's, I would say King of Comedy for me as a movie i'm being conser i'm being liberal by saying it would be a top 5 influence in terms of everything i that has shaped my sensibility i'm saying if i'm it's probably top 3 in terms of everything i'm interested in comedically happens in that movie what are the other two I, I would have to figure out, I'm just saying, I know this, it would be like okay. SCTV probably, and yeah. King of Comedy, and I don't know what the other thing would be, maybe Get a Life, but um, just the King of Comedy with, when he's, when he has, when Rupert has that one thing where Jerry's sitting across the desk where he goes, 
rope. You have it. You have it. You couldn't even get rid of it if you wanted to get rid of it. It's like it's like everyone's fantasy that they're so talented mm-hmm. that they wouldn't even be able to turn it off if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. You cannot turn it off. Oh, my God. That movie is a masterpiece. When's the last time you saw that movie, Mike? It's been a while, but, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I saw it in the theater and then, you know, got, got it on, watched it a lot on videotape mm-hmm. and stuff. It's amazing yeah. when you think they filmed that six months after John Lennon was shot. They were mm-hmm. filming that in New York. Yeah. June of wow. 81, mm-hmm. they were filming. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they were filming a movie about a, a celebrity and a, a psychotic fan. Yeah. yeah. Just so. Yeah, that's, that's really crazy. Yeah, it's, it is a masterpiece. And it's amazing to also think of Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt's first movie. Right. And just like what that's like to see her as this newcomer just going, <laughs> going just right up against Robert De Niro and Jerry Lewis and like matching yeah. them both. Yeah. Pat, King of Comedy, you like it? One of the greatest films. Yeah. Um, what band is in it on the street? What band makes a cameo oh, God. in the crowd scene? Um,. The Clash. Really? Yes. They're on the street in one of the crowds. In like a disguise? Or like no, these... they're just standing. They're, they're just these oh, punks. they're not playing. No, no, no. They're just watching uh, Rupert Pupkin argue with uh, Sandra Bernhard on oh, the street. Now i got to rewatch it. Yeah. Rich, king of comedy. This, this one is a significant gap uh, that I'll oh, have to rectify. I'm telling you. Scorsese was a, it still is I think a big Clash fan. Well, he was at the, he he invited them there because they had were seeing at the the Bond shows, the Bond shows like De Niro and Scorsese were going to those shows and then they invited him to the set so that's how they ended up in the movie King of Comedy Dudio thoughts. It's been a long time. I need to watch it again. <clears throat> Might be time to go back. Yeah. Dan, I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, didn't De Niro just do another comedy oh, movie? Boy, did he! <laughs> that movie is called The Comedian. <clears throat> that is something else. You can't compare it. Uh, I, it's weird <laughs> that he would play two comedians in his life, and one of them would be the greatest portrayal of a comedian in a motion picture, and the other would be maybe the worst <laughs> portrayal of a comedian in a motion picture. It's Did you see it, Mike? I haven't seen that it's one. So It's nuts. It's off-the-charts bonkers. Have you seen the one with him and uh, John Travolta in it? What's that? It came out a couple years ago. It's 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 so bizarre. John, John Tra- Nero and Travolta. Yeah. And Travolta is uh, this. What movie is that? It's it, he's going to tell you. <laughs> let him talk. Let Mike talk. I'm drawing a blank on the on the title, but it came so he's out. He's not going to tell you. It came out about two years ago, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> almost like straight to video, like that kind of like it's like may have been, yeah. yeah. But uh, what's it? John Travolta's hair is literally drawn on his head. It's it, it's just <laughs> like a. Like you look like you know, wooly willy, like like, <laughs> like a, a sharpie, like some, somebody just outlined, uh-huh. you know, where his hair goes and then filled it in with a sharpie, and and him and De Niro just grappled through the whole movie, you know, and they're go, going over, yeah, I mean, 
you know. What would you think about? You know how we've done the dirty verse. We've talked about the dirty verse over the last year or, mm-hmm. or a couple of years here on the show of a world that exists that encapsulates dirty grandpa, bad mom. Okay, any movie that's dirty, bad, yeah. or horrible mm-hmm. takes place in the world in the dirty verse. Dirty grandpa, bad Santa, horrible mom, bosses, horrible bosses. Bad lieutenant, I guess, would be he's a little meaner than the usual yeah, crew yeah, here. Okay, yeah. Was was the film Killing Season? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Killing Season. The tagline is, the purest form of war is one-on-one. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Killing yeah, Season. Yeah, yeah. Would Dirty Dancing be and, 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 well, Wait, hold on. And Travolta, Travolta has... Nuts. That is. <laughs> Travolta uses... Has a, a bad Russian accent. To if that's going to entice you even more, you, it has actually. <laughs> so I didn't think I could, that poster the Dudio just showed me of De Niro in like in like in like just wearing like kind of like flat like flannel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird yeah. enough. Yeah, he, he goes to live in the woods. That's the and, weirdest and, thing to seeing De Niro in just like a flannel shirt. And, and Travolta finds him in the woods, and, and then they they go at it one on one. See I'm the a, way you were telling, the way you were explaining this, I felt like it was a comedy at first. No, like, oh, I got to right, see that. Well, no, but it, it's <laughs> it's comedic and it's in, in, in its implausibility. So but why 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 was the motivation for them to fight each other? What why are they fighting each other? De Niro, believe it or not, was in uh, Eastern Europe. I guess, <laughs> you know, as part of the armed services, and he he killed John Travolta's kin. I, I can't yeah. even remember if it was oh, a, okay. a brother, maybe. It's always a brother, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh so it's got to come down to mono a mono. Yeah. So with, if we did the, what about this? Not the dirty verse. The De Niro verse. Oh. A world where all the De Niro characters <laughs> exist okay. side by side. So then you have <laughs> Rupert Pupkin and Travis Bickle both roaming the streets of New York, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Along with who Fat, fat Jake LaMotta. Fat Jake LaMotta. <laughs> skinny from, skinny yeah, Jake LaMotta. Skinny. Well, you have to assume the movie, the character I'm thinking. Although, I don't know. No, maybe I, I want them both. Yeah. Maybe they're both in there. Both of them in there. They just can't run into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. The intern. <laughs> the intern, he's driving around New York with Anne Hathaway in the back of his car. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Johnny, Johnny from Mean Streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and then you got him sticking sticking dynamite in mailboxes. <laughs> the the CIA grandpa from uh, Meet the Fockers, yes. the parents. Yeah, yeah. The the Vietnam vet with the big bushy beard and plain flannel and like it's called jackknife, I think. <laughs> jackknife. <laughs> I forgot about jackknife. <laughs> a yeah, little, a little uh, Russian roulette with uh, his character from Deer Hunter. Yes. With that, and you also then you also get um, he would also be uh, Boris Badenoff from Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, <laughs> right? So it's this world where all of these versions of him exist. What about him on like as like a SNL character sketch stuff? All of his SNL characters yeah, yeah. also exist in this world. Any character one, he played on SNL exists in this world also. 
Maybe we should take this topic to the best show. Oh, this is a good, good topic. One. The De Niro-verse. Mm-hmm. And figure out what the ultimate Robert De Niro movie. If we pitched Robert De Niro, <laughs> it's a movie where you play all the characters in it, and they're all from your previous movies. That sounds great. The Doctor from Awakenings. <laughs> yes. Yes. He would play, uh, what's, who, he, what's his name? I'm blanking on his. No, he wasn't the doctor. He was. Wasn't he? Or was he? No, no he, he was, was the, the patient. patient. Yes, that's right. Yes. He, he would play himself, though, right? Like the movie opens on him, like being thrown into the verse, and then he has to deal with all his own. He has to navigate the all, De Niro yeah. verse. Yeah. Save it for the show, Pat. <laughs> save it for the big show. How These about, are all great ideas. How about, how We're about saving it for the big show? This is too good to burn <laughs> now. With one minute left in the half hour of power. How about the mope from uh, what was it that that movie? With Meryl Streep, where they meet on a train. What was that called? Falling in Love or something? Did you ever see that one? Where heartburn? No, no, not heartburn. Not heartburn. I think it's just called. They meet on a train. They're commuters. Uh-huh. But he's like a, a real mope in that one. Well, there's, there, I don't know what Mad Dog and Glory. He's in that. He yeah. would be that. Remember, he was the schlub in that. Okay. He would be Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Save it for the big show. I'm pulling the plug. I want to do this as much as you guys do. So saving it for the best show. All right, Mike. Yeah. Anything uh, you always have your antenna up for for stories. You know, I, I I have a topic that I've been holding in the wings, but I, I don't want to go into it now because I think it would be something that we could discuss at length. Um, it has to do with technology, you know. I know a lot of people don't realize uh, me and you, Tom, are just like a couple of gearheads off the show. And we're always talking about the latest oh, in technology. We're, and, we're early adapters. Yeah, yeah and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so this was something I came across in an article. This is just a teaser. I'll, I'll just tease this this topic um, that I saw in uh, Daily News recently about uh, technology coming to uh, the world of uh, sex dolls. And I thought, you know, maybe some, you know we can explore this a little further down the line. Teledilodonics, tell, they call it. What's that now? <laughs> what do they call that? Teledilodonics? Yes. Teledildonics. Dildonics. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure they, they, <laughs> they, they, they managed to get, you know, that one word right in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, word, yeah, which yeah. really sort of gives it away. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's no such word as dildonics. <laughs> tell? <laughs> no, but I'm sure. Well, no, they can, you can stick tella on anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah tell? I want to know what the prefix used yeah. to be. Yeah. Let me, give you, let me give you the spelling. Dildonics. Dildonics. It's like tell. So obviously, it's, obviously, it's a sex doll that's controllable by the telephone via an app, right? That's what it comes down to. Well, they're actually bringing uh, artificial intelligence to uh, sex dolls. And, right. uh, That's where it begins. Yeah. And, uh, they, well, let me just tease with this quote. This, this was an actual quote from the, uh, the producer of The Real Doll with uh, Artificial Intelligence. Many of our clients rely on their imaginations to a dr- great degree to, imp- to improve imagined personality, to impose imagined personalities on their dolls. <laughs> and, you know, it's like kind of, I've never seen such a, Obvious statement that, you know, the, the person saying it didn't real, realize how ridiculous he, he was being, you know. Yeah. And this is a guy, this is a guy who, you know, caters to 
well-heeled perverts who get their jollies going to town on a hunk of industrialized Cyborg. rubber. Cyborg. Yeah. 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 On a big piece of rubber. Yeah. yeah. But who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Mike. The singularity <laughs> after dark. <laughs> it's like, that's what it comes is, down that to. A, is that a Patreon uh, podcast with Mike? Singularity after dark. Uh-huh. That actually... Singularity after dark is probably... I should buy the URL to that before the show airs. Yes, yeah, you should. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what the three personalities that they're, 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 t- they're gonna toy with? The, uh, uh-huh. kind, which okay. would be nice. You know, a kind personality. Sure. Uh, sexually naive. Which to me, Charlie. you know, why don't they just say stupid? Because yeah. I mean, a sex doll yeah. that or, is sexually or, naive, or underage, doesn't know probably why it exists, right? They're probably. And the last one was brainy. Well, she, she wants she wants to be taught. Yeah. Okay. All right. This guy. This guy's already into. You his, have to teach your robot. This guy's already into his imagined yeah. scenario here. Yeah. Uh, that robot just wants to be taught, man. This guy's actually pre-ordering, right now, figuring out shipping instructions. How much your next day? Next day, four thousand dollars. Next day, fine. Let's do it. And the last one is Brainy. Pick you know, up. You know, I don't. I don't know brainy. what the Brainy sex doll is going to talk about. You know, like. Trivia. Well, it's yeah, it should be the, the hot librarian. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this, yeah, this guy's on top of it. He's, yeah. he's maybe Mike, I think you found the marketing. co-host of your <laughs> show. <laughs> Thank you. Well, young man, thanks for calling. <laughs> Have a great night. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. Final call coming in now. Half hour power. we got to wrap it up. What's going on? Hey, how are you doing? Good. We're in the home stretch. Okay. My name is David. I'm calling from Indiana. Hi, David. Um, I love your show. Um, I have a question. It's kind of a moral question. Mm. So can I can I can I explain it to you? It, it, sure. Let's hear it. We got You got to be uh, uh, quick with it, but let's hear it. Okay. 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 So this man came to fix my internet yesterday. Uh, you know, my internet was out, and um, and he was an African American, and he saw my record collection while he was you know poking around my uh, my apartment. And he asked if I would put on a record for him, right? Just he just wanted to listen to some music, and I put on a Sly Stone record, and you know, and he liked it enough or whatever. Um, but was I wrong to just assume because he was a black man that um, that all he wanted to listen to was something was some music made by black people? Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, I'm not saying that's I don't know. That doesn't seem like horribly. That's a, it's not like it's a it's hateful. It wasn't hateful from you, but but I think you can you can give him credit for maybe having the, the ability to handle more than than music made by other uh, people of color. Which album did you put on? There's a there's a riot going on. Uh, I, I put on there's a riot going on. Yeah, oh, well, and, no. I, and you know, yeah. and what was that? Yeah, and, I don't know. And it's the record a that was sketchy. on the turntable was. Was was Black Sabbath, and the record, uh, you know, next to the turntable was a Misfits album, and mm-hmm. I and and I thought later like he might have enjoyed those, and he might have never heard them, and maybe he could have enjoyed that. Uh, 
That's you true. Know, but, Look, I would say if literally the only three albums you had would be Sly and the Family Stone, Black Sabbath, and The Misfits, for anybody, I would put on the Sly and the Family Stone album just as a, yeah, just a it like, yeah. it would be like, because yeah. you're assuming that they like punk or metal, which are definitely less, less universal than Sly, than Sly and the Family Stone. I, I think you might be overanalyzing it a little too much. I'm I probably, think it was nice that you just put that you put on a record for anyone. Do you know what I mean? I think uh, you're yeah, breaking this down way mm-hmm. too that's true. too hard on yourself. I, I, I'm, I am I am probably overthinking it in, in to an extreme degree. But yeah, like yeah. I, Did you ask him I, if if he had any suggestions or ask what type of music okay. he likes? You didn't know. Well, let me just say, did you go? I know what you're going to love. You didn't say anything like that, did you? Yeah, well, no, for you. This no, is right up your alley. Yeah. You didn't say anything like that. No, I didn't. I didn't ask him. And that's the thing that bothers me the most is, like, I didn't say, you know, like, the one of the records, you know, right on the front of one of my crates was, uh, was an Otis Redding record. And I didn't, you know, and I think he saw that. But, you know, like, you know, like, I just looked at him and it was like, Black man in his forties, and he's gonna, you know, uh, overanalyzing it, dude. I get, you know, I'm gonna go with duty. I'm gonna back off where I was at before and just say, yeah, look, maybe it's not your most Fred Astaire like moment of 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 optimal uh, uh, grace in a way, but it's also it's a very passive, dumb non moment. Awesome. But when he won, when he left your apartment, man, he he was talking about you. Yeah, he, yeah. Ca- he called dispatch, and he was like, "You will not believe what just happened." I just I just yeah, met the coolest I, white I, man. I, I, <laughs> that's what that's what you're going for. You wanted to be a cool white man, right? You you, you wanted to you know really get, well, like, get the like, thumbs like, up. Like, like what if I put on Bell and Sebastian? And he'd been like, I love this shit. This is my favorite. Oh, or, sorry, would, why, but why would that be? Nobody's okay. really going to say that. Sorry. All right. All right. Well, I'm overthinking it. It's late at night. I'm overthinking it, man. Look, look, you, were, you were cool to put on a record. You probably, look, if I was in your situation, I probably would have said the turntable's broken. And <laughs> then what? just said, hey, oh, just yell, yell when you, uh, yell when you need me again. And then I would have gone into another room, so yeah, you're better than I, I mean, am he, with that. He, he and social. the thing is, he was telling me about how his father was a vinyl collector, and, uh, you know, and he, and he passed away, and they sold all the records, you know, and they were old blues and things like that. And, and uh, so I guess I just thought, yeah, I mean, he asked me, you know, to hear some music. So I guess, you know, my first thought was, black man, black you know, father who did he did record. he did he respond? Did he say anything after you put it on? Like, he just, uh, like yeah, he just went. Ugh. He said he he said he liked the record. So I mean, I'm totally overthinking this, but at totally the same overthinking time, I, this, dude. Plus, I don't think a room full of six white guys is going to make you feel better about this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of think his guilt is a big. Uh, Sign so, of him so being like, racist. Of like, like, you mean just like I where there's it, smoke, right? there's fire, like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I would probably agree with yeah. this now. Actually, I agree with the last person yeah. who says anything. Yeah. So yeah. that's the verdict. Kind of like, like, okay, no, no, no. I, I actually kind of felt the same way. I just, you know, 
you know, like you, you don't want to sort of like, uh, you know, as you know, whatever. I'm a forty-something white liberal, and I don't want to feel like I, you know, I'm like, like I'm treading in weird racial things. But you know, here's what I would do: I would. Move past this and never talk about it again. Yeah, I would probably, you probably should have left it between you and him and not brought it to yeah. the radio show. But you did. No, no, you're, you're, you're totally so, right. I feel completely embarrassed right so now. So here's what you should probably, just next time, if you're in that situation, say, what would you like to hear? Exactly. Here's there. a bunch That's of all you had to do. You don't have to make the decision if you feel like it's, right. uh, it's if it's an area of conflict where you're going to overthink it, and then you're going to feel like, am I being offensive? Am I not being offensive? Just be uh, be the host yeah. in that thing and just go. I have a lot of records here. Why don't you grab one? Tell me what you want to hear. I, I love all these records. What do you like? Fleetwood Mac, Tango in the Night. Great choice. Or just start naming them and tell him tell him when to stop when you yeah. say a record he wants to yeah. want to hear. But in that in that sense, though, he might just be like, "Okay, never mind. I don't want to listen to any music." Yeah. yeah. Well, then you also just I, say, "Yeah, it's just you know, you fix my internet. What am I doing? A party here? <laughs> Where am I, DJ? Yeah." Yeah, break the motor. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, right, calm I'm, down. You're you're overthinking this now. Yeah, just drive me nuts. I'm, I'm over. Get off my phone. Take some melatonin, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're never so, gonna go to sleep. AP Mike, yes. where can people uh, see you in uh, uh, your your uh, your bar tending? Duties? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much. Uh, I've been out of masses for a little bit, and you know I've found a new home at H and H's Pub. Uh, which is in, within walking distance. Um, I'm there pretty much regularly on Saturdays. I guess that would be the the day that most people f- can find me there, and uh, you get free hot dogs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And of course, apmike.bandcamp.com is uh, still going, uh, alive and kicking. Yeah. Pat, Pat, uh, you have uh, prove it all night every Saturday night on WFMU nine to midnight. Yep. And you also have uh, coming up a month from now a, a, another live show probably. Yeah, uh, we don't know night. quite when the date is, but it'll be uh, posted soon on the uh, Monty Hall uh, page, which is wfme.org slash Monty Hall. And you could also just follow the show at Prove It Show. Um, I had something else, and I don't remember what it was. Them's the breaks, though. Yeah. Okay. Studio, Jason Gore at Sonic Dork. At Sonic Dork. Um, yeah, two shows coming up. Uh, gonna be at the pit with Bridge and Tunnel, uh, and our special guest, Natasha Vainblatt. Very, very funny, uh, comedian. We're gonna be there on, uh, April 15th at, uh, 7.30 p.m. in the pit underground. And also just announced, uh, we're going back to Montreal, fourth year in a row. That's awesome. So we'll be, uh, doing Montreal Sketch Fest on May 5th. At Mainline Theater at 10 p.m. So all all of the uh, Montreal fots that have come out to shows before, come on out. Get ready to come back out. Rich, anything? Um, so yeah, I'm not a performer, but you can see my liver on, in performance and whatever Dan may decide to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, That's nice. All right. Dan? Yes, uh, I'm currently writing uh, a poem about every town and uh, borough in the state of New Jersey. I'm currently up to 90 of 567. Okay. So you can check those out on johntrenton.com. All right. John uh, Trenton. Are, are you visiting each town before you write the poem? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> you just blew my mind. I had no idea. I thought it was a. I thought it was a real guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like him either. See. <laughs> Great to see the second, second, the new lease on life. You're, uh, you're squeezing, really sucking the marrow out of. Rich should be proud. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was hoping for. Yes, no, but it's great. You know, I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm so glad you both are doing well, and that's uh, something we're all happy about. And uh, best show uh, back on Tuesday. Patreon.com/slash the best show. And support the show, and uh, keep listening, and thank you very much, and bye. Bye. Bye.